Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello there and welcome to Dogs With Jobs. I'm Kate Fairweather. It's great to have you with me. And I've got a lovely little interview. It's a bit of a jewel of an interview today uh, with my interviewee Barbara Brown and her beautiful clumber spaniel called Obi. Now, you may not have seen or be familiar with clumber spaniels because they're actually a minority breed in the UK and you just don't often see them. And the one that we're talking about today is a full on working dog. Uh, They come from Nottinghamshire originally, from Clumber Park, which is where the breed was first developed. And there are lots of royal associations as well that we touch on. They're very gorgeous. They're quite chunky. um, They're very able and they have a lovely temperament. So it was really, really great to to hear about a working clumber spaniel and I'm going to leave you with that um, and also just to ask if you're enjoying the podcast please do leave us a review or a rating it would really help us wherever you get your podcasts here we go enjoy Oberon king of the fairies oh right people think it's Obi-Wan Kenobi from Star, Star Wars what do not. they know it's Oberon king of the fairies isn't it all right, so I am at the Country Sports Day at Burley and I'm speaking to Barbara Brown and we first connected a couple of years ago, didn't we, Barbara? Yes, we did. Because you are part of the Working Clumber Spaniel Society. That's right. And I think a lot of people won't necessarily know a Clumber Spaniel because they're a vulnerable breed, aren't they? They're one of the minority Spaniel breeds. So there are, uh, there are several. Everyone will know Springers and Cockers. And then there are Clumbers and Sussex and Field and Welsh Springers. They're numerically quite small. So we have about 200 puppies a year, typically. In so that's well under the vulnerable breed threshold of 300 puppies a year. Yeah, I don't think we're on the vulnerable breed register any longer, but we definitely hover around that Okay. around that range. Tell me yeah. about your dog in the back. What, so, what's the name? So my dog is called Obi. A lot of th- people think that's because he's a Jedi uh, <laughs> and he's from Star Wars, but actually it's short for Oberon. He is the king of the fairies. So more classical. More classical, yes. He's a classy dog. <laughs> and do you work him? Yes, he's, uh, I think he's eight now. I'm terrible at keeping track. Um, He's eight now and he predominantly goes beating, but clumbers have great noses and so we are quite often the dog that goes to pick up for the back gun or if something's lost and needs finding, which is so important, um, we're, the, we're the dog that gets sent to, to go find that and retrieve okay. that. So he does. So, so he's got one job on the face of it, which is yeah, simple mostly beating, beating and flushing. Yeah, mostly beating and flushing. Uh, we're in Hampshire, so we predominantly work driven pheasant and partridge so for someone who doesn't know anything about a shoot how does that work so on a driven shoot typically um the guns will be on pegs so when you say guns those are the people with the the people with the guns will be stationary on on a peg and they will get given the place to stand Um, and then the beating line which is made up of a number of people and dogs will work towards them pushing the dogs towards the gun line um, to the flushing point where the birds and ideally you want a steady stream of birds over over the guns so they have a good so this is driving the birds yeah onto the guns, the guns. Yeah. Got it. Okay. yeah and then behind the guns there'll be a picking up team who will retrieve all birds shot now you were talking earlier and and perhaps we can expand a little on what the clumber spaniel might do what obi might do in addition 
to the flushing or you know working yeah, with you when so, you're beating so that's what we predominantly do through the season but we also take every opportunity to go rough shooting with him because what does that mean he's a great rough shooting dog which is where you walk behind your dog while your dog is hunting for game to flush and you shoot whatever is flushed and typically the numbers of game shot are smaller but it's a wonderful wonderful way to spend the day with your dog and clumbers OB is very good at that and clumbers are very good at that as a, as a breed because they don't quite have the pay, the manic pace of a springer or a cocker they're great speed to walk behind that was going to be my question because a lot of people know springer spaniels and cocker spaniels i think you see yeah. a lot of working cockers as yeah. pets very high maintenance yes. <laughs> often very busy and in dogs with jobs we've done several episodes where we've had very very successful working dogs in fields like fire investigation for example yep. when they've actually been rescues because they've for want of a better expression failed pets <laughs> so how do the clumbers differ because i think a lot of people would know a cocker or a springer by yeah. sight but perhaps not so familiar with clumbers so in terms of the other things that they do because they're numerically small you don't see a lot of them in rescue so they probably won't make their way into other jobs via rescue um they're a big dog for a spaniel they're the biggest spaniel breed um, and even on the working side, which is smaller, you know, my fully grown male is a good 25, 26 kilos. So it's a okay. substantial dog. So they're quite slow to mature physically. So you will have a, a, you know, police force or whatever would have a finished spring or a cocker ready kind of much earlier. So typically they won't fall into those kind of jobs. But there are people that do all sorts of things with them um, who have bought them from puppies. There's someone who's training their dog to be search and rescue and a cadaver dog. You know, they, they're, uh, he's got a wonderful photo of his dog indicating over water to say there's, you know... A, a body a, in the water. Yes, I mean, in that case, it was a test. But yes, you know, she's she's doing great. And uh, so people do all sorts. People do pick up with them um, and people do... And pick up his fallen game for anyone yeah, who doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, it's all, is everything that's been shot and everything must be recovered. It's incredibly important to make sure that we that we get everything that why, we should. Why is that? Um, I think for, you know, for the ethical reasons, you know, you mustn't leave um, injured birds on the ground if you can possibly help it you know everything should be found and everything is supposed to make its way into the food chain so and and that's one of the reasons why i like the small shoot that we go on everybody eats what they shoot you know nothing is left behind it's very it's a nice way to be i think and uh what does a working day look like and how, how many working days would obi be doing you know it's seasonal obviously yep yep so um because we're on uh predominantly pheasant we tend to start relatively late in the year if you're on grouse you'll start in august partridge starts uh, september pheasant is a little bit later um and then it's you know through until um kind of january time um so it's, it is a short season um which is why the rest of the year you know he's a pet mm -hmm. you know he lives in our family um and a typical day would be a fairly early start because obviously it's dark at that time of year quite quickly and the birds start to roost um, and so we'll be we'll be leaving around uh, half seven eight. You know, pack up you know supplies for the child who likes to come with, and <laughs> um, and supplies for the dog, and check the weather forecast for how many coats you need that day. Um, 
And yeah, and then we meet our friends who we haven't seen for a, a week or two because we shoot uh, Wednesdays and Saturdays where I go every kind of 10 days or so. And so we'll do, I don't know, a really busy season for us, for our family is probably 20, 25 days. Okay. Um, but the shoot is a bit less than that. But then I'll go to live game training days in order to train him. Some that was my question. Do you do training with him off season? Yeah. Yeah. So and what does that consist of? He's not great in the heat, so summer tends to be a bit quiet for us. But um, he, we, we work on our stop whistle, which is so important for the spaniels, as there's no there's no natural break built into those dogs at all, um, and just maintaining control while he's hunting and then we'll work on his retrieving and then with the society we go to a lot of game fairs as well so we probably do six or seven and this is promoting the breed so that's the other part of what you're doing here today yeah absolutely we're introducing clumbers as a you know viable option for people who want a, a shooting spaniel and perhaps don't want a spring or a cocker Um, A lot of people say, oh, you know, my grandma had one or my so-and-so had one. I've always loved them. And so they come and they ask about the dogs and how they might go about finding a puppy and how they're working, what kind of jobs do they do? And they work out if that would suit them as as a shooter or family. Okay. And I'm guessing that's because they were much more prevalent sort of after the war and going further back. Pre, pre pre-war, yes. So if you think back like the, you know, the retriever of choice used to be a flat coat and then that was kind of usurped by Labradors. And, uh, and likewise, you know, the, there's the breeds that are now rare Spaniel breeds were much more prevalent pre-war. And then, you know, we went through that wholesale change, you know, people didn't keep dogs. So many of the big houses had to shut down they shut down their kennels and so back it back in the day clumbers would have been a pack dog in a in a kennels of a big house and they would have been kind of unleashed to flush and then they would have been gathered up much like you know a set of hounds almost and they've gradually changed to work in in a more modern way which is you know to to shoot to flush and then to retrieve Right. So I was just talking to your fellow um, society member, Ian, who showed me a couple of photos of his grandfather. Yes, he worked at Sandringham with the King's Dogs. Amazing. And I I was stunned to see an actual photograph of his grandfather, Owen, I think. Yeah. Owens? That's right, yeah. Um, Who who was with what at the time would have been the King's Dogs. So that's what you were referring to, almost kept as a pack. Yeah, like a pack of hounds at the time, yeah. Because I guess there's a fashion aspect, isn't there, too? Yes, yeah, and and the type of people that go go shooting has changed significantly, I think. You know, it used to be that, you know, driven shooting was the proviso of a gentleman who didn't have to work for a living and he had his sport with his dogs and his friends and now you you meet you know people from all walks of life when you go shooting for sure you know so it's a great variety and it's a it's a lovely way to spend time with friends and you get to see some places and some wildlife that you would never see anywhere else out for a normal dog walk on public land yeah it can be very special although i guess that the job that that obi's doing is pretty much unchanged from how it might have been uh yeah for many many years yeah i think so yeah so they were always flushing dogs so yeah so his job and and i think that's that's where the clumber has changed more recently is that that um that desire to have them to retrieve as much as they hunt and, you know, and does sense. that work with clumbers? Because those are two different jobs on a hunt, aren't they? 
Um, yes, uh, it does work with clumbers. Some have a preference for one over the other. Like my youngest dog at home uh, would just hunt all day, mm. all day. He will retrieve. He, he will go and get whatever you ask him to go and get. But he doesn't love it. He does it because you ask him to go and do it. And that's part of the day. Whereas Obi would retrieve all day if you asked him to. He absolutely loves to go and get stuff. Does he know when you're going off for a day's shoot? Uh, no, I don't think he does. I don't no. think he does. No, I think he just goes, brilliant, we're going out. What are we going to do? He just loves being with his people. You know, so if we're off out for the day and the car and he gets to come with, then he's just happy. Thank you so much, Barbara. You're more than welcome. I hope you enjoyed that. I found Barbara fascinating to talk to, and she and her fellow Clumber Spaniel enthusiasts were both interesting and um, very knowledgeable about the breed. And it's always a thrill meeting a minority breed like Oberon because you just don't see them every day. You know, increasingly there's a lot of fashion around, and perhaps we see certain breeds a lot, and uh, others sort of fall from grace a bit. Uh, but this is a lovely, stocky very large spaniel and I hope to see more of them in my life. Right, I've got a cornucopia of amazing dog interviews coming up over the next couple of months, including truffle trials from Italy and other such exotic things. So do hit follow. And um, if you want to get in touch because you work your dog or dogs, or you want to recommend someone that might be good to have on the show, please do get in touch. Details in the show notes or on the website. I'll post photos and more information as usual at shineradio.uk forward slash dogs with jobs i'll be back in a few weeks with more amazing working dogs dogs with jobs presented by kate fairweather and produced with john wellsman get ready for the big christmas switch on with shine radio it's joff and claire live in the square as the lights go on across the town and it's all happening on friday the 24th of november illuminating claire joff lacey and claire venice host the light switch on live in the square we'll have live music loads of fun and the countdown to the moment the mayor throws the switch to light up petersfield Join Joff and Claire live in the square. See you on Friday the 24th of November. Petersfield's Shine Radio. Shine Radio.